Welcome to HeartSpeak Podcast, episode 139, Follow the Silver Thread. Welcome to the HeartSpeak Podcast, where valuable insights are shared that bypass the mind and resonate with the heart. Listen, open your heart, become inspired, find the joy and fulfillment that awaits when you follow your heart. And now, here's your host, Dr. Christine Page. Well, hello there, wherever you are in the world, you're welcome. It's really good to spend this time with you. That was a very big lunar eclipse we've just had. And when we have a lunar eclipse, and this one was in Sagittarius, it's about exposing those things that have been hidden. And Sagittarius is all about fairness and ethics and morals and truth. So I think we're all hoping that more of that will appear in the world. Truth hasn't, doesn't take sides. It's just truth. <laughs> and we need more of that. We need honesty. And that is true for us all. Where are we not being honest to ourselves? Where are we not being honest to our feelings, to our beliefs? And this particular lunar eclipse had a very strong connection to Jupiter in Pisces. Pisces is about unlimited thinking. Let's expand our thinking, but it also has a tendency to get a little lost. So we can get lost in delusion or fairy tales or deceptions. And at the same time, we have Mercury, which is about to go retrograde, which always means that there's going to be some communication issues, and Venus in Gemini, and also squaring now Neptune in Pisces. So again, a lot of wonderful mystical ideas coming through, things that we might start discovering. There's going to be more talk about UFOs and ETs, and I'll talk about that myself in another podcast. But at the same time, not to get lost in misinformation and deception and just, and what is real and what isn't. And I think that over the last year, there's been a lot of confusion. There's been a lot of helplessness. What is true? What is not? And we have two threads that are attached to our beingness, two esoteric threads. One is called the golden thread, the thread of life, and it attaches to our heart. And it connects us to everything that has life. It connects us to the heartbeat of the divine. It connects us to the cosmic heartbeat, the great mother. And that's why I always say it's impossible to feel unloved by the great mother because you are her and she is you, you are connected always. And when that connection is severed to our physical body, then our eternal self returns back to that ocean of possibilities, but our physical body no longer is fed by that life force. So when that life force dies, then, then we are dead. But a part of us continues, that eternal self, that thread, that golden thread returns to the source, we continue, we are eternal. We have another thread, the silver thread, that's connected to our crown chakra, top of our head, that connects us to our higher self, our higher mind, our group mind, our the collective consciousness. And so one is almost the power, which you could say is the golden thread. It's that force, that power for creation. And one is the focus which comes from the silver thread. Where are we focusing? Where are we putting that power? If you think of it like an archer, it's one thing to pull the 
the, uh, the, the bow back. But if you have no focus, but lots of power, you're going to go all over the place. But if you have no power, but focus, then your arrow will just drop. So having force and focus together brings the healing, brings the wholeness that we're wanting. So the silver and the gold thread work together. And what I've been observing is that over this last year, and particularly recently, that I'm seeing less evidence of a strong silver thread in many people. And when I'm looking at the crown chakra, and this is what I do energetically, I look at someone's energy when they're asking me to, not otherwise, I notice where the energy is very strong and where it's perhaps needing a little bit more uh, energy put into that area, out of balance. And I'm surprised just by how many crown chakra energies are diminished at this time, almost closed down. And because this is the seat or the connection to that silver thread that takes us from the crown chakra up through what we call the stargate, which is above our head, and to the spirit world, to our soul family, our higher mind, then if that crown chakra is not receiving that energy, then we are losing our connection to our spiritual self. And in particular, we're losing direction. Because what I'm going to talk to you about is how that silver thread allows us through the pineal gland to keep on our own direction, to keep our direction, just as a, a bird will know where it's flying or a whale will follow its migratory routes. Our pineal gland contains what we call magnetite and it allows us to be able to stay on track, to stay true to ourselves, to stay attracted to the true north. But when that silver thread is in some way diminished or not being able to influence the pineal gland because of some sort of disconnection, then we lose dis direction and we become distracted. So we have plenty going on in our mind, but almost too much going on in our mind and not enough focus. And this is what I'm seeing when I look at crown chakras. And we're going to talk about how do we reconnect us? Because what's so important, of course, is that when we have no direction, when we become distracted, then yes, our golden thread can keep going. We'll still have a life force, but we may find ourselves not completing our destiny, serving our purpose, or even knowing what that purpose is and not necessarily being connected to a collective consciousness, doing things together from a place of, of what is beneficial to the greater good rather than just beneficial to a small group, if that makes sense. So our silver thread allows us to tap into a consciousness that is far more than our 70 years of life or whatever. It's connecting us to a flow of energy that is connecting to the Earth's consciousness, the solar's consciousness, the galactic consciousness, the great sun's consciousness. In, in other words, when we connect to all of those consciousness, we are of one mind. And what I'm watching is that we are disconnecting from that one mind. And each of us has a part to play in maintaining that flow. 
So this seems to be very relevant at this time when I'm seeing in the stars, in the planets, so much distraction, disbursement of energy. And it reminds me <coughs> so much <coughs> of how we can become distracted by simple things, by just being on the computer so much, or by listening to so many things, or worrying about things that we can't do anything about. So our thinking needs to be helpful. It needs to be focused on something that we can control. Because when we are doing something that has a beginning, a middle, and an end, we don't feel helpless, and we feel that we are following a direction. And what's interesting that I'm watching so many people who have been in lockdown and have been told what to do, now being really scared because what should they do now? Someone said, well, go on out there and go and have a good time and you don't need to be locked down. They're more nervous now than they were before because it's a little bit like when someone develops cancer and all of a sudden they're in a program to help them to heal this cancer, surgery, radiotherapy, chemotherapy, and they, they will go through this process, however scared they may be, but they're being directed. And the most scary part of the whole process is, is when they're told, go away now, we've cured your problem. If it comes back, come back to us. So many people, when they're discharged from a hospital, they get depressed. What do I do now? And that's part of the crown chakra, that depression, that dispiritedness, that lack of purpose, that lack of a goal connected to that silver thread. So I'm seeing the same now with people being allowed, us all being allowed to go out and enjoy ourselves. Many people are saying, well, I'd rather stay at home now with my mask on, or I'd rather stay at home and I don't, I'm not ready to meet with people, or I don't know what to do. Because what's happened is we have so much uncertainty. I don't think anybody would be saying, yeah, it's all just gonna go back to normal. Because what's the next thing? Maybe there's going to be a new trait coming out, a variant. Something else is going to happen. So that security has been broken. That, that flow of energy, that flow of connection has been broken. And I think that has a lot to do with our silver thread. Because even though, for instance, you're a salmon and you're... you're in a pool of water miles away from where you were born, there is something in us, something in that salmon that says, I need to return to where I was born. And it goes back up the river again. And that connection to a flow, connection to a purpose, is part of what the pineal gland does. Through the hormone melatonin, melatonin connects us to rhythms, our sleep rhythm, the lunar rhythms, the seasons, the menstrual cycle. So we know very strongly that when the melatonin is flowing from our pineal gland, we are very sure of who we are and what we're doing. That's why I'm always encouraging us all to connect to the moon cycles, the seasons, to your menstrual cycle, whatever, your breath cycle. Because when we're cycling, not only with ourselves, but with the planet, with the moon, etc., we, we maintain that connection that I'm talking about through the silver thread. 
So that that cyclical connection is part of us believing that we belong to something bigger than ourselves. When we lose those cycles, when we lose that connection, when we don't have enough melatonin in our body, then what happens is we feel lost, we feel dispersed, we don't know what to do. And I'm thinking that that's why we're seeing so many people with sleep apnea. We're seeing a lot of people with menstrual disturbance. We're seeing a lot of people with SAD, seasonal affective disorder, depressions. And it's connected to some blockage that's happening at the level of the pineal gland that isn't secreting enough melatonin to keep us that, keep that connection going. And part of it is coming from what we may be doing physically to the pineal gland that I'm just about to talk to you about. But also, I believe it may be having an in, being influenced by certain wavelengths that are passing through our atmosphere. We could get into 5G, etc. But we do know that it's very simple to disrupt the passage of these salmon back to their spawning site or the pigeons when they're in a homing pigeon. And we do know that one of the, the causes of that can be ELF, extremely low frequency wavelength cycles, radio cycles. And some years ago, I was very interested in how the Navy were using ELF, as they had said, to be able to signal to other Navy submarines. But what it did was actually cause great distress to the whales and the dolphins, especially, who used their magnetic senses to know how they were migrating. And so we often see beach whales or dolph dolphins being beached as if they've lost direction. But it also, what it did was it, we saw when the poor whales were died and they did a post-mortem, they saw that the brain had actually bled cause bleeding, this extremely low frequency sound waves. And many wonderful beings such as Joan Ocean and her group in Hawaii really protested against this and it did stop for a while and then it started again. So that's what happens in the water. But I've also been reading that the wind turbines also put out an extremely low frequency sound wave. And we have those now everywhere on the land. And so what we're seeing is that maybe these ELFs are coming into our pineal glands, affecting our pineal glands, affecting maybe the bees and their ability to find their way home. Anything that uses these, this magnetite, this magnetic frequency to know how to harmonize with the Earth's energy, these extremely low frequencies are disturbing that connection. So there's so much happening outside us and inside us. And one of the things that we also know disturbs our ability to keep our focus, to keep that, maintain that energy, is when the pineal gland becomes calcified. And what we know is about 50% of Caucasians will have a calcified pineal gland. And in Africa, it's only two to 3% that have a calcified pineal gland. So you may say, well, what's the difference? One of the substances that, part, that actually causes this calcification is fluoride. And fluoride is added to water 
even though it doesn't necessarily help the bones and the teeth, even though that may be what certain medical practitioners tell us. Fluoride or sodium fluoride is a byproduct of the nuclear power process. And literally it was, well, how do we get rid of this? Let's put it in the water. And what we do know that not only does fluoride not always help the teeth and the bones, it actually can leach other substances out of the bones and make them weaker and weaken the teeth. And you know, you may say to me, yes, but I want it in my children, I want it in the toothpaste, I want it, but we don't need to have it in our water. We could make a choice to where we could take fluoride in, but not in everybody's water source, as we do have so many people here in America have fluoride in their water. So many countries are banning the use of fluoride in, in the water, and maybe we're going to see far less calcification of the pineal gland. The other thing that we know that calcifies the pineal gland is aspartamate, which is the sugar substitute. This has a really detrimental effect on the pineal gland, again, causing calcification. And what we know is that the more calcified the pineal gland, you literally have difficulty finding your direction in life, not just on a spiritual level, but physically. I remember a study that we did uh, many years ago where people who got lost on the moors of England, in the moors of England, and who perhaps fell over and hit their head. We took a skull x-ray and we found that the people who got lost and hit their head had a far greater incidence of calcification of their pineal gland than the ones who just hit their head <laughs> and didn't get lost. So lack of direction, lack of being able to know your direction has a lot to do with this calcification of the pineal gland. And if there are certain things that are happening at this moment, certain influences that are being put into our physical body, or maybe, as I say, uh, certain techniques that we're using, like the wind turbines to make, to make electricity that are causing disturbance to both the silver thread and the pineal gland, we need to really know this and we need to do something about it. Because I think then what happens, we start to see more anxiety. We start to see people not knowing what to do. They feel helpless because they have no direction. They have no self-direction. They want to be told what to do. That makes sense? And I think that something's happened over these last 18 months that has caused an acceleration of this problem at the crown chakra, at the silver thread, at the pineal gland. Now, we know that there's another hormone there coming out of the pineal gland, and it's called DMT. And the DMT is, is part of ayahuasca. It's part of LSD. It's a mind-altering drug. And that when there are certain situations, when our energy rises and the pineal gland is affected, stimulated, it will produce DMT and we will feel this expansion of consciousness. Now, we know this happens during an orgasm, that rise of energy and that feeling of expansion. We know a woman has this usually around her period, if the period is of a normal cycle. We know this happens during childbirth. And so what we know is that 
when we bring that energy up, when we are feeling energized, as I say, we have the energy from our heart, we have the energy from our passion, and we release that DMT and we have a focus, the expansion of our consciousness is amazing. Now we can improve the situation or the, the decalcification of our pineal through situations. I'm not suggesting you go and take drugs, but certainly we can do it through our breathing. You see, we don't need to take a drug. We can actually use holotropic breathing, which is cycle breathing, taught by someone called like Stanislav Graf, but there are many teachers of this. And when we breathe in this way, that many meditators use as well, then what happens is that energy rises, stimulates the pineal gland, DMT is released. And I believe that that will also start to decalcify the pineal, we wake up the pineal gland. So that sort of cyclical breathing helps. Meditation, where again, we clear our energy and we allow that energy to rise up from our feet, again, stimulating the pineal gland to open our consciousness, part of meditation. Toning, we know that when you tone with the A-U-M or the OM, so the OM starts with the O at the bottom and then you hum. So it's OM. So the humming, like a bee humming, is the opening and the release of that DMT and the opening of that crown chakra. So we connect to something greater than ourselves. Humming was always used uh, in any form of transcendental meditation or uh, mind altering experiences by shaman, by many different groups. They understood the power of humming to move them into another arena. You can just use the, the vowel E with a soft mouth, but it can just be a that lights up the pineal gland and the crown chakra. So I'm giving you different methods. I wouldn't suggest you rush off and have an x-ray to see if you've got a calcified pineal gland. But I would say to all of us, it's time to make sure that that flow of energy is occurring up through connecting to the, the golden thread and then up through the crown chakra out into the silver thread and opening ourselves up to our star beings, our, our ancestors, anybody who's in the spirit world who wants to share with us because they have a similar, similar consciousness as us. In other words, not only does my silver thread take me to my own higher mind, it takes me to a group mind, a soul mind. It takes me to an ancestral mind, a spirit mind, whatever words you want, star being mind. But it only can do that if we open up at the crown chakra in order to, to experience that. So my friends, I wanted to really work with that silver thread. Sometimes we can do it by just being quiet and listening, listening inside. What is the direction that my soul wants to take me in? It can be as simple as, do I turn left or turn right? Making simple choices. When we have too much information, we just clutter our minds. So sometimes we have to turn everything off and be in the stillness to know the direction we need to take. The pineal gland is connected to the crown chakra. You've heard me say that. I will just say that sometimes that is taught that it's connected to the third eye between our other two eyes. This is not true. 
in truth, we used to have a third eye literally, which was at the top of our skull. But because we didn't use it, and when we stopped making these deep connections to, I'll say, our soul mind or the one mind, the less we used that, the more we became driven by our thinking, the less we used our true third eye, and that became covered by skin and then hair. The third eye that we often talk about as a chakra is this one here in the center of our forehead. So I'd only say to you that third eye rules the pituitary gland, the hypothalamus. The third eye I'm talking about, if you wanted to talk about it, a better name that we call it now is the crown chakra, connected to the pineal gland, this amazing small P-shaped gland that sits outside the blood vein barrier. It has a rich, one of the richest sources of blood supply to it, has a deep connection to the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system, to the limbic system, to sound and light. And it's time that we paid attention to this and allowed ourselves to do simple things as I'm suggesting, avoiding fluoride, avoiding sweeteners, getting back to simple foods, sounding through the pineal gland, breathing, cyclical breathing, and allowing ourselves to be quiet and still enough to listen to the true direction of our hearts and souls and bypass the distractions that are so common at this time. Until next time, take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the HeartSpeak Podcast with Dr. Christine Page. Please check out all HeartSpeak episodes in the podcast archive section on www.christinepage.com. HeartSpeak is also available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and now playing on iHeartRadio. You can also watch the archive podcasts on YouTube. Connect with Christine on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook, including her newest Facebook group, The Great Mother Calling. Do share with family, friends, colleagues. Join us next time for another edition of Heartspeak.